All right. Light her up. Hey, everybody, I'm here to say that Danish and O'Neill can make it day. I said, that's the truth. It's no lies. So jump along the ride. Don't feel shin high. Clap your hands. Stomp your feet. And don't forget to say, hey, what up, Pete? Be a beach pony that's true and blue. B-22, we still coming for you. So raise your hands. Put them in the air. You know we hold it down like cigars hair. At the park or at the bay or in the sauna at the YMCA. Diaz brothers must hate it. I saw that Stockton is like one of the most moved to metropolitan areas in is the it, country. Is it because of them? Yeah. He's got to be like, these fucking motherfuckers get out of my fucking town, bro. Fucking uh, gen- genifying uh, fucking, fucking coffee shops and fucking weed shops. They're fucking... Gentrified dog. Fucking gentrifies and fucking burgers and shit. Fucking supersize that fucking shit, dog. Speaking of the Diaz brothers, well, not real, kind of, I guess. But uh, you see, Brenda Schaub, that Brenda Schaub account, did a video of Schaub. No. I could not. Wait, I couldn't what? believe it. What? It really. Oh, boy. He's hit, he's hit a new low. Schaub alert. Yeah, Schaub alert is right. So it's him and Tom Segura. And uh, before I get into it, I don't blame Tom Segura at all. Uh, Tom's a great guy. For what goes on here. But they're talking about. People who get into comedy who are not comics, and it's crazy. Uh, wait, it's cra- how? It's no. crazy that he's this no. not self-aware. He's like, what? Shab's like, some of these guys. I mean, they're just terrible, and they get on these lineups. He's like, I even see it at the comedy store, which drives me crazy because you're not a fucking comedy store comic. You only do promoted shows there. That's it. And you don't even do you, that many. Ever. If you hear that, you're like, oh, this guy's there all the time. You're he's not never there. there. So he's like, oh, I see it on their rosters, man, sometimes. These guys come in, and they're just terrible. Dude, I would put, I couldn't believe I that this guy. The worst of the worst on the comedy store roster. Anybody. Shop. Anybody. At least By the they're way, a comic. I, the one thing that disappoints me is that he's not a regular because I would love to see him in the OR. Oh, he would tank. Late night or something. Where there's like a real, I mean, a tell he comes would, in there and goes, "This is a shit show." Robin, the greatest comic Robin, in the world, David Tell, Robin Williams. He comes went in, in and bombed. I would love to see him in a real show where people don't know him. Oh, he would eat it. And it's like when uh, Ari was doing late night shows, and David Taylor was like, "Oh, I realized it's the same for everybody. It's terrible. Ari's struggling just like the rest of us." I I couldn't <laughs> I, I couldn't that. believe That's this guy nuts. is this. <laughs> unaware of who he is you're talking uh, about yourself and I, I was trying to th- i was like racking my brain who could he be talking about and i was like maybe adam carolla but i mean at least adam carolla has a background in comedy yeah, maybe yeah. not stand up but he's comedic here's the difference adam carolla is hilarious like dude when he was on love line oh, he, yeah, he was super fucking fast super fast super sharp he was funny he, I don't. I haven't seen him lately. I don't know, but I'm assuming really that he's my, still funny. I don't really know his stand up, but I was like, who the man else? show was funny. I was like Tom Green, like who could he be talking about? Tom Green, like say, I don't know. I haven't seen his stand up, but Tom Green is a hilarious individual. I was like, who could he be referring to that he feels do not belong on stage, which is crazy. Jeremy Piven. Maybe, but he's, that, like, I mean, he's, he's in the he's in the class of Piven. He's never at the store. 
he he's been there a few times yeah. doing like those. Uh, and he's like, oh, I just watched these guys bomb. Oh my god! I've seen. I watched him bomb <laughs> I was in like, front of his own crowd. I, I was watching this and I was like, the audacity on this fucking guy. Uh, and obviously, he's projecting because he's like, I yeah. think he knows deep down. But why don't you just admit it? And then people will be like, oh, cool. Like, I, you know, all of those guys are. I was wondering, like, maybe Steve-O. I don't know who he's talking about. But I honestly also, don't know. Let's keep in mind that. He, how long has he been in comedy? Five, six years? Think about it. Yeah. I mean, at that level, at that stage, you think you are good until you hit like year 10 and you go, oh, I suck. And then at year 15, you're like, oh, wait, I think I might have kind of figured it out a little bit. I think he's at this stage where he. Well, I think he'll, he'll never. I mean, he'll probably never. I don't think he'll never that. hit any sort of stages. Yeah. One, because he's in front of his own audiences for the most part. Yeah. And they'll tell him anything's great. Um, yeah, I, I, I was like, I can't believe this fucking guy. But even to have the audacity to talk with a guy like Segura, who's a, a fucking veteran, to talk as a guy who's only been doing it five, yeah. six years, even to like talk... Like you're on like, the same level. Like you're fucking... Uh, Peers, Tom kind of yes, and I mean, what's he going to do? Well, yeah, like, you're, you're in that camp. You can't really go against it. But uh, hearing him, I was like, what? I can't believe he doesn't realize that he's, he's describing himself yeah. on every show he's on. That's fucking it's you. <laughs> you're, that is you. <laughs> when you look at that lineup, if you're on it, it's a re- mirror. And, <laughs> yeah. and your reflection is what you're staring at when you're saying, these guys don't belong on it. I was like, what the fuck? I do think he's probably just been performing for his crowd for too long. What he need, the, the worst part you, you could do is to perform for only your crowd when you start out because you don't know anything about how to do a crowd that hates you. I think like, that's, him- where, that's where you learn. What a crowd doesn't know you and fucking hates you, that's when you learn how to do comedy. I think the main problem with him is he's just not a funny guy. Like, I mean, yeah. in the UFC, he didn't do funny interviews. Like, there are guys on there who are funny or entertaining. Bisbing's very funny. Derek fucking, Lewis is a funny oh, yeah. guy. Uh, Dominic Cruz is hilarious. But, like, he's not a fu- Like, you, you would never yeah. look at him in the UFC. Darren like, Till. Oh, he, well, after, he's going to get into stand-up. It just doesn't yeah. fit. Even Forrest Griffin was a funny guy. He was funny guy. said funny shit, very dry, but he was, he was funny. Yeah. Even the Diaz brothers. I guess, hilarious. I'd like to see him do stand-up <laughs> over him. But uh, and then speaking of that, I saw <laughs> it on, uh, I saw it online. I, didn't, I don't have Peacock. Um, uh, yeah. Kevin Hart and Snoop were doing like a, a sit down where they're like talking about. I, I, this is the old, I saw a minute clip where they're talking about obscure Olympic sports and they're looking at video. And, uh, yeah. and they did like, you know, like one of those horse like prancing. I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, like horse dancing? Kind of, but it's like equestrian. Oh, but, is that where they like do like the side step? Yeah. And yeah, the, okay, yeah. yeah. So the horse like starts like doing that high step to the side. Yeah. And Snoop's like, oh, man, look at this thing, Crip Walk. And I was like, this is crazy that this is on NBC. <laughs> Fuck it. And Kevin Hart, you could tell because ah! he, he's had a couple, like, uh, incidents where he kind of, like, was like, he was laughing, but he's kind of like, whoa. <laughs> and Snoop starts throwing up fucking Crip signs. And they, they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> he, he, he can get away with anything. Like, he really were, can. If that were a comic, that would not fly. He's flashing gang signs. Gang signs. I mean, he goes, I need to get this thing in a video, man. He's like, and he's loving it. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, go ahead. But, but brutal gangs, like, I mean, the no, turf war between the Bloods and the well, Crips is yeah, fucking Yeah, gangs that are responsible for murder yeah. and violence. This is NBC. They're not responsible for anything good. NBC. Nothing positive. This guy's throwing Crip signs, and he's, Kevin Hart was kind of like, oh, like, kind of looks like, oh, oh. <laughs> 
And they let it go. He said, motherfucker, they bleeped that. And I was like, this is NBC. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's online, but this is... Uh, he started throwing crip, fuck it. I was watching it, and it was like, a comic could not get... I mean, I guess... I forget who it was. I don't know if it was Patrice or this uh, journalist. They're like, the only people now who can get away with anything are rappers and porn stars. Like, in terms of saying stuff. Yeah. And, oh, dude, you look at porn, and it's like... It, it, every it's like literally racial slurs are in the title of the fucking I, when i saw it i was like i can't believe nbc's the olympics too you pair that with the olympics yeah i mean you're on the network that's covering the olympics <laughs> i was like holy shit this guy's talking about being a crip and throwing fucking gang signs up dude speaking of crips uh friday night at the comedy store when i was leaving i ran into an old crypt friend of ours snoop's friend that's yeah i won't say uh, it was another uh it wasn't the exact what you're thinking it was oh, another okay. but okay. crypt and i was like hey he's like i'm loving this pandemic man he's like the money is just flowing <laughs> and i go he goes i hope it never ends man he's like i'm making so much money off the government and i was dying Jeez. i was like i can only imagine what kind of scam or trying to think of who could be it. it's not, i'll tell you what it yeah. he, he they were associates of the person you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, we but we were a, friendly with him for a while. We knew a guy who uh, open mic'd with us, and he would always be like, I knew Snoop from my gang days. And we would kind of be like, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. And then one, then you saw... It was, they, it was a documentary on Snoop, and yeah. then he's yelling about him off camera. Yeah, he says his name. He's like, you drank all my grape juice, motherfucker. <laughs> and then Snoop came in one night, and he was like hanging around with him yeah. and Bishop Don Juan. We were like, oh, okay, they are friends. He's one of those dudes to uh he would get pretty drunk and like oh he'd get real drunk he was a guy who you i always was like i gotta main stay friendly Just with this guy cool this is a guy, guy that yeah. you need to stay friendly with he'd always try to park in the lot and be like dude i can't do it I'm sorry i saw him get real way he did threaten a guy I, when i saw him get mad once i was like that's probably not a guy you want to fuck with because he's like i'm gonna fucking shoot you not a big guy he was t- kind of a tiny guy yeah but yeah i wouldn't want to fuck with i always kind of mess like we yeah. were always on good terms man mess play around with him but you knew there was a limit yeah you don't fuck with him too hard yeah those are the kind of guys I always uh, stay friendly with. I was asking you before if you'd seen the uh, Woodstock 99 doc on HBO Max. It's Bill Simmons is uh, kind of pivoted to documentaries. Um, from Dude, the- how is this? He has an HBO deal. Yeah, but is he a genius? How the fuck? Because personality-wise, he's not a guy he's that I would a, think people would gravitate towards. He's not towards. great on camera. Um, or even in his podcast, he's not like... He's uh, kind of dry and not... But how... He is a his empire's worth like two hundred million dollars. He's or worth something. a lot of money, and he's he has a good mind, I think, for this sort of thing. Of so he's okay. doing kind of what thirty for thirty did for sports. This is all music. Did he? These start aren't thirty, the 30 min- for thirty. Yes. Okay. These aren't thirty minute uh, documentaries, but it's all music. It's like a music series. Okay. Um, this is the first one. Uh, it's about. The, might be close to two hours, but didn't it didn't uh, feel slow at all? And if you don't know about Woodstock '99, it was just a complete fucking. I had friends that went there. Did you? Yeah, because I was because a lot of it's like these white. It's a lot of the kind it of was man. all white. Yeah, it was all white suburban kids. Well, because I mean, if you look at the roster, it was uh, the main three were Corn, Metallica, oh, was it Korn? and Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I was like, you look in my mind, now. I was like, who like? I didn't like any of that. Did I like Corn. Did you? Metallica. I respected Metallica, but I had buddies that worshipped Metallica, and nobody liked Limp Bizkit. Dude, there were people. There was one guy there. They were interviewing him now. Yeah. Like, but like, he videoed a lot. Oh, no, he got on like MTV, 
because he loved Limp Bizkit. He like no no remorse, no like regret. Like like oh man, I love Limp Bizkit. <laughs> I went there solely to see Limp Bizkit. Why would you go? By the way, it was I remember it because you know the only people that went were like three dudes that I knew that were rich, rich white dudes were the yeah. only guys because it was well, I thought I well, think they it was said like, a bottle of water was four bucks a pop. And I think people were dropping from uh, hypothermia. Was it like five hundred dollars for a ticket or something? And I, I, they said like they would make sure you brought zero food. They would check. Yeah. It. And they said drugs like you could give the guards like a couple bucks and they let them in. They said they would not let you bring any food or any water. I just remember hearing that it was like twelve hours just to get into the fucking place. Oh, they had like a rave tent with fucking Moby, who's kind. Of, he seems like an elitist. He was just like real bitching and moaning about like a what? Because <laughs> he wasn't that. Yeah, he was big back then. He's in the dock, and he's just like, yeah, I didn't like. I mean, but if you watch it, it's crazy. The guys are there's a lot of bare boobies in the dock. I heard there's like a lot of rape and groping. Guys are groping uh, chicks who are uh, crowd surfing and like, oh, some of the bands. It's it's a time capsule to the '90s. Just the attire (laughs) and some of the like Offspring. (laughs) Offspring's great. (laughs) You see the bands, you're like, but then all of a sudden, out of nowhere. They booked Alana's more set, and the crowd was just booing her. Seriously? Oh, like in the middle, she's like, "You say no, no, that's not, not her." Uh, but she's doing, yeah. uh, "Isn't it ironic?" And they're like, "Boo!" But the sad thing is, she's probably the best artist on that fucking lineup. Rosie like, Perez legit. comes out just to like. Why? They had random celebrities there, like uh, fucking was Woody Harrelson there. What's his name? Uh, fucking. Mini me, what was his? Vern Troyer comes out and introduces no. Limp Bizkit. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing there? There, but he already had a little guy. He had Joe C. That's, it's Kid Rock. Oh, that's right. Oh wait, didn't? But Limp Bizkit, he no, didn't have a little guy. No. Oh, okay. So, uh, so Rosie Perez comes out and just to do like I don't know, introduce, and they're like, show your tits. The whole Jesus like the whole Christ. place. She's like, fuck you, I'm not showing you shit. And like you could just like the mob mentality is building and building and building. Dude, if you're a woman there, you must have been terrified. It's weird. Well, the promoters are real fucking pieces of shit. And one guy's like, <laughs> of course. he's like, you're going to walk around with your boobs out? He's like, I mean, I'm not saying they deserve it, but. Jesus And I was like, this Christ. guy's a fucking real piece of shit. You know what, though? I, every time I've seen boobs out, I went to IU once when they won, like, some fucking tournament. Did they ever win, like, the na- whatever, uh, some yeah, basketball? Right. Anyway, it was one of those things. And there was, like, the streets were mobbed. And a chick took her top off, and within five seconds, some guy jumped up and grabbed her tits. And then this guy, she was on some guy's shoulders. He started trying to get her out of there as other guys tried to grab her tits. And I was like, what is going on here? There was a lot of body pain. Maybe there are a lot of rapists. There was a lot of body pain, and like women with body pain and stuff. But there was a lot of of guys showing their dinkies. Like Flea was up there just buck naked, uh, playing a set. Chili peppers. The sock fell off. They they were they up didn't there. Even go socks. They were up there, and they're just fires raging in the crowd at that point. And the, you see somebody come up and talk to Anthony <laughs> Kiedis, like, "Hey man, like you got to tell them to like chill out." They fucking play "Fire" by Jimi Hendrix as their encore, and they're like, "What the fuck, dude? Why would you do?" That? They wouldn't die. Was that they wouldn't die? Yeah, yeah. Some people died. It's crazy to me because that's the scary thing. You get a crowd like that, any crowd, anywhere, that could happen. We're just like, people are like, let's fucking blow it up. Oh, and they start just destroying things. They just start like uh, knocking like, you know, those like towers of like speakers, yeah. out, like just anything they can get. They're but it's crazy. Things. You paid to go there to listen to music, and now you can't listen to music because you fucked up the place. Well, then, I, I do I do get, though, 
like when I was that age, I would have done the same thing. If I'd gone, I'd be like, let's fucking burn this place. When they're all, a lot of them are on drugs and they're wasted, and fucking <laughs> dehydrated. But then also like the conditions kind of led to a Lord of the Flies. Have you ever you've seen the footage of them like rolling in mud? Mud, yeah. That's sewage. It's oh, dude. that's right. That's because the, because it weren't the porta potties overflowing. Yeah, and, and, they, shit. They, they and they weren't so, a, they weren't equipped. So that's duty. Yeah, that these mm. fucking maniacs are covering themselves in and rolling in. Dude, in America, when the shit hits the fan, that's what it will be like. Oh yeah, you <laughs> you see it and you're like, oh, this is uh, that is uh, is a premonition of things to come potentially. They said it was like in the hundreds, uh, temperature wise. Kid Rock comes out in a fucking floor length fur coat. He takes it off immediately, but he's like, and they said like how the era was like. They're like Bill Clinton with Monica Lewinsky had just happened. Yeah, and they like, blame Monica Lewinsky for it. So Kid Rock's like. I don't get real deep, man. But all I got to say is Monica Lewinsky's a hoe and Bill Clinton's a pimp. And the crowd's like, yeah. Dude, what? So you see like how the, it's all set a certain way. And you're like, this is crazy. Look, I, I, dude, that, when you look back at hindsight, that was pretty crazy. She was eight. She was like, what, 20 or something? Like this guy was like, he's like 50 some years old. And he was powerful men in the world. And people like, fuck this yeah, and I was like, the whole place went nuts. I was like, wow, this is fucking. Nuts. Oh my god, what a fucking, what a horrific judgment call on his part to fuck and go down and fuck a chick with a cigar in the Oval Office as a the, fucking intern as the president. There's no I, it's more, unbelievable. No more bigger abuse of power. The best part is how, like. On the left, they still worship that fucking piece of shit. Well, I hate when politics, they're like, well, because it's on the side I believe in. That's not that bad. And like the other side, no, that's wrong. Whether you're a Democrat yeah. or a Republican, that's, behavior's wrong. But they love him. They still comes out. And like, oh, he's a hero. He still endorses people, and they're like, yeah, Bill, you piece of shit. Yeah, check that out. Uh, that doc, yeah, everybody out. out there, check it out. If you, especially if you were, I, I was just, had just graduated high school right around that time. Yeah. So you see all that. I remember, I remember that music. I did. I wasn't really into any of it. Um, you did. DMX I, yeah, was, was there. Big. It was like the one guy I would have liked to have seen. No, I was big into a like, corn at the time. I loved uh, and fucking. Uh, uh, who were those guys? They sing. They were saying the offspring. offspring. I was a big offspring guy. The uh, DMX, the talking head. Some of the talking heads are fucking real annoying, real woke. This is a woman who writes Rolling Stone who was driving me crazy. Like she was there just then, like, or she, she's I don't think she was now. there. She's just like analyzing, like, but like through like this almost like um, academic style, you know, like well, she's, she's taking the mindset of today and applying yes. it to 99, which yes. you got to take the mindset of 99 and apply it. Then. And it's a very pretentious kind of style, but DMX was doing call and response to his song. That was, uh, the main like, part was like my N word, but he was putting the mic out and the whole crowd, they're like, they're like, there were so few black people there. <laughs> yeah. I would it's probably like, say they're it all doing not. it. And people are like, Oh, it's not great. <laughs> Dude. I can only imagine how, from what I've heard, I've never seen DMX, but from what I've heard of what a live performer he was, how fucking juiced up he got that oh, they fucking said, crowd. Oh, they said the crowd. Dude, you see the footage. The, the sea of humanity. I mean, it's. did you see Lollapalooza recently? I saw the picture. It's crazy. How many people? This fuck, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. It's fucking thousands and thousands Nobody and cares. thousands of people. What's weird is, so this was Woodstock 30 years anniversary. Yeah. Limp Bizkit was there, got into some trouble. Because he was doing this song, I think it's part of the song, and he's like, you ever get pent up 
and you just gotta break shit. And that's kind of when the crowd went crazy. <laughs> but and they were blaming him. It's not his fault, but it's like, eh, it wasn't, you could have pulled back a bit. Dude, but, if you were a performer in 99, though, and you were there, and people were fucking shit up, that was of the time. You would, yeah. I would have fucking gone probably and be like, fucking burn it down. <laughs> so, uh, they're all young guys. So, too. Lollapalooza, 30 year anniversary this year, and he's at. Oh, is that why that was? Limp Biscuit's there. Oh, is that why Limp. I was like, who the fuck is Limp Biscuit at Lollapalooza? Did you see it? He was, he was wearing like a costume. He was wearing like a gray wig. I he, saw a picture of he him. He has a wearing, gray handlebar mustache. Yeah, and he has a wig on. Yeah. But he looks like the he Beastie Boys and Sabbath like a weird outfit weird sunglasses and he was doing like weird like ironic like old man dance moves he's like yeah all right i was like what is this guy doing <laughs> has he even performed lately i, I mean in years so. i don't think so is he any good uh he was it was the usual i mean he he's a good performer that yeah, was the usual limbisky i mean i don't like limbisky dude how that guy paulie shore's buddy so many chicks Hot oh, and, in when, their prime. Oh, and he was in his heyday. He was. I mean, I don't know. He must be. A, he must be a, like a very smooth dude. But yeah, him and Polly were boys, which uh, which makes sense. Yeah, they're both <laughs> fucking huge poon hounders. Ah, uh, yeah. So ch- everybody, check out that. Uh, I gotta check that out. That, that Woodstock '99 to see the fucking that looks chaos. Good. There's a lot of footage of it, so it was like that makes for a good documentary. It was a lot. A lot of people had like uh, old school. I don't know that was when that was when cameras were starting to get cheap. Yeah, a lot of people have their own. Then there's a lot of footage just because like, they did it all on pay-per-view. Do you remember that on TV? Oh, no, now that you say that, it <laughs> rings, I vaguely remember. And oddly, Lollapalooza was all on Hulu. I didn't watch any of it. but uh, yeah, I don't care. It's like if I'm not there, I don't care to watch it. When it's like fucking 80 hours of yeah. music. Also, uh, did they interview any of... They must have interviewed people that went there, right? They interviewed were, a lot. Yeah, they found... Uh, I don't know how the fuck you do that, but they tracked <laughs> yeah. down a bunch of people who had like specific stories, and then a bunch of the MTV VJs who were there. Okay. Because the people turned Simon on... Simon Rex there? No, but Carson Daly was, and they turned on them. Because they like... Uh. That era was like, fuck TRL, fuck boy bands. Yeah. And so they were like throwing like... And MTV's like, you got to get out of here. We can't protect Dude, you. Dude, they would have fucking pummeled you. So he, uh, they all, they all packed Christ. up and left. <laughs> what were people that were there at the time saying? They were just like, yeah, fucking cool. Lip biscuit, man. No, I'm saying like now looking back. Oh, uh, kind of like I, it, things got crazy. One guy was like, things got crazy. Was, are any of them were like, now I have a family. Well, one I'm guy like, took part is. in all that. He's like, and he admitted to what he was doing when things got crazy. <laughs> and he's like, I showed up there. Like I was a normal guy ah, he's like i don't Lord know of the flies he's like man. i don't know what happened and uh <laughs> yeah some were like i had a great time but then like kind of th- then obviously things went crazy yeah like just uh various accounts i just heard it was like a shit show rain and fucking well people were like they're like there was very little drinking water and they had these big like uh fountains where you could fill up water people clogged oh. them up and because the shower systems were so poor, there were just women like in the fucking, like you're going to get water and then you're like, oh, I can't. There's women in there bathing with soap. And oh, shit. so they clogged them up so it would fill up like yeah. a tub? And they're just in oh. the, And so then you're just, oh. so you see people there like, like, oh, I can't. There's nothing. I can't drink. Jesus. So I, then people were just drinking booze and that just dehydrates you further. Whew. One guy was an EMT and he's like, I've done like legit. EMT now or back then? Say, both. He's oh, like, okay. I've done legit tragedies, like t- like uh, people die. He's like, and this may have been the worst gig I've ever oh, done. Oh, see- <laughs> Jesus Christ! I did hear my buddy that went there was like talking about he saw people just like fucking right there in the grass. Oh yeah, like, yeah, in the open, in the middle of, and people were just watching. 
Yeah, I mean, you see, there was like a weird, angry, <laughs> sexual. How many rapes were there? I think ten were reported, but God. they said there was oh. a lot, a lot, lot more. Hundreds. Yeah, a lot more, or at least sexual. Like, if I were a woman there, and I, I if you were, you would, ha- I would hope you would be there with like a boyfriend or like male. Even friends. that though, like if you get, if you yeah, but at least you're some. Or, oh yeah, well that's dude. You have to be an idiot though to be a female in crowd surf. The leader of Offsprings, like the head. Uh, uh, lead singer was like, I'm seeing a lot of groping women. Come on, guys. Like, stop. Like, he's like, oh, gave, gave like, a, hey, cut this shit. <laughs> Damn. Like, let them crowd surf. Like, if they want. Like, don't fucking be a creep. <laughs> it's funny to see the band members now because some try to maintain their rock and roll yeah. look. But they're like 55 years old. The guys in corn all have like long dyed hair. You're like, whoa. Oh, they all. That's why Some it's like, like eyebrow rings and shit. Like, that's a weird look for a 55 year old. Well, look man. at the guys in Rolling Stones. They're all like wearing wigs and they're jet black. Yeah. You're you, like, you know who I thought I saw walking the other day is Pat Smear. You remember from Nirvana and Foo Fighters? No, I don't know who. Offhand. I think he was the, uh, was he the bass player? The big tall guy? Like, yeah. Yugoslavian guy? Yeah, with the, he always had the blonde hair. I thought I saw him, and I think it was him. And he looked, he's like 60 years old now. But he looked rough as fuck. Yeah, you see these. It's I, like a, Courtney was ashamed of some of my lack of knowledge of those bands. I was like, I was like, wait, is it Rob Zombie's the lead singer of Corn? She's like, what? what? She's like, that's Rob <laughs> Zombie. And I was like, he's not in Corn. She's he's like, from Rob Zombie. She's like, no, he's not in Corn. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> She's like, where were I? I was like, I didn't like any of this music. You, I, what were you listening to at the time? I was listening to just hip hop. I mean, we were listening part. to hip hop also, but we were also listening to like corn and yeah, all I didn't these. Like corn. You, or I'm, I'm saying, but the whole. Alt, I mean, I knew the songs. I just didn't the know. The whole grunge and alt scene. So you didn't listen at all to uh, uh, Pearl Jam or anything? On the rate, like I would hear it. I knew this. Okay, songs, but you didn't know. No, but I, I, I wasn't like into who was in the band. So you didn't go to like you didn't go to Lollapalooza or no, any music no, no. festivals or anything. No. Okay, I did not. Yeah, that's a yeah. It is. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> Who's the guy? I was trying to ask her. She didn't know who I was talking about. Was there a guy named like Squiggy in one of those bands or something like that? Squiggy. Talk about Marilyn Manson. Twiggy? That guy. That's who I was thinking. Yeah, the I guy with the big old hog? Yeah, he was... Yeah, okay. Was yeah, like, Marilyn Manson must... Were they there? They weren't, but I was shocked they weren't. Yeah, that seemed that, like... that fit right up their alley. Yeah. Because they basically build it as like an aggressive... Like it was... Well, it's so they funny. They marketed it as like this aggressive thing. When you look back at it, like the music of the time period in 69 was like love and peace. Well, that's what they were pretending and then to recreate. It was just fucking rage. Aggressive. Was Rage Against the Machine there? They were there. Yeah, see, that's like, that it was, was the all other, angst. That was the other big act. They should have known, though. I think they went in a row. I think it was like Metallica, Limp, like all that anger, like all one set. <laughs> but they should have known that it was all like angry dudes. Like yes. all the music was angry dude music. And it should, I mean, in hindsight, at the time, I'm just putting it together now. I just get, I, even at the time, no, at I the didn't time think. when you're in it, you don't know, but you look at it now and you're like, yeah, it's going to attract an angry white yeah. audience. They're going to be pissed as fuck. Yeah. Well, then you add like that all the infrastructure is failing. It's just it's a yeah. recipe for fucking disaster. Well, dude, I wasn't even at fucking Woodstock and I was at home burning shit down and destroying stuff. If I had gone there, it would have been like, I would have been like, yeah, I agree. Let's fucking tear the stage well, they down. They said the original Woodstock, like the media is kind of whitewashed it, where it was kind of like chaos. A oh, it bit. was? Yeah, like it wasn't as I could see serene. there being a lot of... It wasn't uh, as serene as people painted out. A lot of sexual assaults there. Yeah, I think a lot of, like there was some violence. There's a lot more nudity back then. 
Well, you watch that Woodstock 99, dude. There are guys walking around butt naked, just walking. (laughs) Dude, the security they hired, they hired, like, the the promoters, like, oh, it it was hard to get a job. Did they interview the promoters? Yeah, all the bunch. And they were were forthcoming about all the. Well, they just, one guy was just like a prick, and one guy was kind of quiet. But uh, the one, this guy's like, yeah, I lived in that area. He's like, I went to a two hour class. I got a security (laughs) fucking uh, whatever you needed. He's like, the whole two-hour class was the teacher going over the test, telling you the answers. He's like, so if you could, like, read and write, he's like, you're in. So a bunch <laughs> of the security guards would just, uh, they, they got their security. Just one to guy, get in? One guy's in, in? The, in the dock, and someone's like, he's, someone's like, you use that fucking shirt to get fucked? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they said, <laughs> so they would just go in, and then they would just party. A bunch of them. So it's just like a free ticket. Yeah. God. And the guy goes, one, the one guy who, like, the guy who said he went and took the class, you could tell, like, kind of took it fairly seriously. He was young. Yeah. And he's like, I look around. He's like, there's no other fucking security. Like, I'm just like, whoa, what am and I? And he's, what's he going to do? Yeah, and he's like. He, if I were him, I'd go and hide. He, when that shit hit the fan, he, he told everyone, turn your shirts inside out and fucking be scared. Just get the fuck out of here. You know what you need is, like, a Richard Jewell type, like that security guard type where he's in there really fucking cracking the whip. How would you? There's thousands yeah, of people. That I mean, guy didn't give a shit. Even when cops came in, they were kind of tense. I mean, there's just so many people. Dude, I just heard this. Uh, someone that I know is friends with this older person, and they grew up in Woodstock. And when they heard that the first Woodstock was coming to town, they're like, oh, it's just going to be a bunch of tourists and it's going to be a pain in the ass. So they actually left. They could have gone to the festival. <laughs> Instead, they left town because they thought it was going to be annoying. And they missed out on the, what is considered the greatest rock fest or music festival of all time. Woodstock 99 was uh, on, an air, on an abandoned Air Force base. Oh, was it? Yeah. It's like an old or military base. It's funny. Why, you remember when they were trying to do... Um, the 20 year was that the 20 year uh, Woodstock deal wasn't that not that long ago they said they were doing another Woodstock well they did one in 94 that was successful in the 99 that, okay. they tried to come back and it was a disaster and then I thought and they tried to do that, another and after they that, tried to he tried to do it. another in 2019 that's it yeah 19 because people were like you're year. really coming back after what happened but why you knew it was a shit show but it got canceled no that, that guy there's two guys one guy was the original Woodstock promoter um, he was like young. Oh, okay. He looked like he was like 20 years old when he was fucking doing it. Wait, there was one in 94? Maybe that's the one. My there was one in 94. But it Maybe wasn't as crazy. I don't think nearly. But it was, is that the one where it rained all the fucking time? No. Uh, okay. No, I think that I was 99. Okay, it must have been that. Because they said that there was, it was, shit was just, every, there was no toilets or anything. Yeah, I think that was 99. Okay. Because, yeah, uh, I, well, oh yeah, no, that would make sense. Because in 99, Yeah. It was like 20. Yeah. A lot of... Uh, it's weird. How do they... Because obviously these people... Well, I guess... Because no one's signing release. So like these chicks whose boobies are in this film. like Yeah, but you're in a public space. It's crazy though. Like You think you of them. Though, these women are probably like 50 years old. I know, now. but it's you, you've you've exposed them to the public. So it's, it's, well, up, for, it's up for grabs. Yeah, and you see it. And you're like, oh, that's cr- kind of crazy that these women are all... That's why you don't go... Just probably shouldn't take your time. Not that I'm not saying that they deserve, but I'm saying just in general for the future, because the photos of any place you're public naked when they're just they like use. jiggling them around, like you're like, oh, this is kind of. Yeah, they liked it at the time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I, they should have caught some of the women and been like, uh, "Do you remember this? Did they have any women, or is all dudes?" There was one woman who was older, and she must have been older at the time. 
And she's like, I left because it was like just too crazy. <laughs> Good move. That's probably the smartest move you could do. But yeah, not many. They had a couple, but not many. I think- Dude, the best thing you could have done was got out like a day early because when everybody left, it was just like a fucking train wreck to leave. They did. A couple people were like, I took off. I could sense like what was going to be going down. Like, so I got it was the, the last. Out of there. It was the it was last day, Sunday, right? Where they yeah. just like fucking the fires started. It was and everything. Sunday. They started like, robbing like, ATM machines. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, part it was like, basically <laughs> like a riot. And they were like, they were saying basically that was kind of the start of the anti-capitalism, not the movement, but kind of like the, you oh. know, the Occupy Wall, that sort of stuff was like oh, the, those, those guys who were there went and moved. To, well, they were saying like, and like, obviously the promoters were just raking people with prices and stuff. So like, fuck these fucking guys. It's funny when you're like, water was $4. And then you look, and uh, if you go to like these other music festivals, it's like $15. Well, they were like, at the end, they kind of said how Coachella has like tried to take because Coachella I think started right after all that went down okay so they like give you I think when you go in they give you like free water but they're like you're paying a ton of money wait Coachella does yeah they might give you one free water and then after that but you're in the desert it's like 108 degrees and you're there for days and they're like they did some people were like shitting on Coachella we're like it's all about Instagram pic you know oh it is I mean it's just like a a CMB scene Dude, by the way, that place, I mean, there's nothing there. Yeah, it's the middle of nowhere. People that rent their, people who just move out and rent their houses out for that cash. two weekends and just make huge money. I'd imagine you're, you'd have to, your house could be destroyed. A bit. Probably, but also I'm sure the amount that they're charging and, and you do oh, an Airbnb, you, yeah, get that insurance. People to, go from all over the world now. It's like become a it's destination. Dude, I, yeah, I had a sister went to Burning Man. I was like, oh yeah, this is now like, this is corporate. A lot of comics love Burning Man. They used to, I think. Now it's become too... Who was it? It was like, this is too much. It's become too uh, I think Ari's Instagram-y. Big. Isn't Ari a big Burning Man guy? I don't think he ever went, did he? I think he's been trying to go, isn't he? It's too late now, I would I remember think. he was like trying to organize a bunch of New York comics to... Duncan went all the time. I think Moshe Kasher is a big Burning... Even now, still, big Burning Man guy. Yeah, to me now, it's all like glamp. It's kind of like climbing Everest. I think the Sklar brothers I heard once talking, they were like loving Burning oh, Man. Oh, seriously? Which I was kind of... I don't really know them. I've heard it's awesome. I just don't have any desire to go to the desert when it's 100 degrees. To which it had out there. Would, he would all, be great. All the nudity. I think he would, he would be walking around naked with his <laughs> dong swinging. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. I don't know why he's never gone. Yeah, you could know. take the family... People do. Yeah, I mean, a ton of people do. I think now, though, it has turned there were into that. Kids Inst- it's fucking, been Instagrammed. There were kids at uh, Woodstock 99. Dude, you got to get out of there. There was like kids. a 14-year-old, I think, got sexually assaulted at Woodstock 99 by like a 30-something-year-old guy. <sighs> Jesus. Crazy. Um, while we're on the HBO Max uh, storefront, you know, have you seen the animated series The Prince? I saw the uh, thumbnail. I have not watched it. It's uh, one of the guys from Family Guy, not Kevin Biggins, who's on the show. Not our boy Biggins. No. Um, another guy on there created it. And I watched episode, and man, I, you know what I don't like is the hypocrisy of everybody involved. You know, it has that Sophie Turner chick who's married to Joe Jonas. Okay. Who's in Orlando Bloom, and both of them have come out because they have kids, you know, and have said like the paparazzi should leave our children alone. They didn't ask for this life, but the premise of the Prince, this animated series, is that it's about the real kids. 
George and the daughter from the fucking so it's prince. The, uh, not the redhead, the other one. No, the the other one who has kids. It's about their. He's like he's the star of it. He's like he's an eight year old boy, exactly the same age, and it's his name, and it's all about him being like a cunt, and What's the all plot? the people involved in it were like. And look, I by the way, I'm the last guy. Like I'm the last, I, I say offensive shit and I talk shit about people all the time. Here's the thing that I usually don't do. Kids. I always say kids are off limits because they, the whole premise of the show is like making fun of, especially the children, which seems it seems unfair because they can't fight back. No, and, and they don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, can well, you, they, he's just a product of what he's around. Yeah, he that's all he knows. The creator was like, I hope that George could watch this and like see that like we're just. Um, Making what? and I go, he's eight years old. He's yeah. not gonna know what the fuck so is going on. You're basically saying, I hope he has a good sense of humor. He's an eight-year-old kid who you're attacking yeah. as an adult. The weird thing is that Orlando Bloom lives next door to Meghan Markle and the redhead. Seems like it'd be awkward. Also, I'm all for making fun of the royals. I, I make fun of the adults I, if yes. you want. I mean, yeah, they were but once to, children, but like they could grow up and they they make their own choices. They're fair game. A, a kid. By the way, all these, Seems all the actors involved have all been involved in like anti-bullying PSAs and all this. Yeah, and I was like, course. this seems like the most extreme form of bullying to me. Like well, this it's seems all convenient. It felt with a group of adults shitting on a child. Yeah, it was. Uh, Say the kid grows up and it's like a terrible drug problem. He's like, hey, that show like really ruined my life. Could dude, can you imagine if you, if your daughter? Someone just started doing a show about her? Yeah. It's and like, you have no power. You can't do anything. You have no, and you, you can't just even. Just because you're a comic. You can't even respond. Yeah. It's you, about her living with you. And what are it's they going to do? Make a show? I mean, they yeah. have no f- format to respond. Yeah, it seems cheap to do. It, it was, uh, it gave me like a weird, gross feeling where I, and I'm all for it. Do whatever you want with comedy, but I got to be honest with you. When you just go after like a child at who least, didn't do anything? At least fictionalize it. That's the what? thing. You could have changed the Make a character. Name. Then you can do whatever you want. But when it's a real person who's still alive, like yeah. say it's some kid who's long, you know, lived in 1920. And I think the biggest problem I have with it is the hypocrisy of the people involved who are all like, we all need to get along. We all stop, stop taking pictures of our children. They didn't yeah. ask for this life. And then they go and make a TV show about this. To, and fucking... Hollywood basically calls the shots on what the zeitgeist of the time is. So you fucking cunts are involved in bullying an eight-year-old child, and then you're all standing on a fucking soapbox preaching, don't do this, this is wrong. we're diverse, we're this, we're that, but it's like at the end of the day. This is why we got to stop putting people on a fucking pedestal that are on TV or movies. Stop it. Most of these people are fucking terrible, narcissistic assholes for the most part. Or it's like the celebrities who say, you know, we need to save the world. And like, hey, I'm going to go fly fly on my jet to my next speaking engagement. It makes no sense. Just be a guy then that doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fucking lecture me on what I should and shouldn't be doing. I don't want to hear a guy be like, you guys need to cut. You know, but fucking who? Al Gore has like a thirty thousand square foot house. Nobody in their world needs a thirty. No one needs a ten thousand square foot. Kids, Nobody needs a five thousand square foot. Kids house. are all grown up. What do you? I mean, yeah. What do you? Your new wife's walking fucking <laughs> tons of. I don't get when you get those huge, yeah. huge, huge, huge houses. Makes no sense. But what what burned me the most was the was the same people who were bitching about it did it. And that's why I was like... Surprising they picked it they up. Just stop. you hear that, and you're like, 
knowing nothing about oh. it, you're like, sounds like a terrible idea. Well, I guess the, I, I guess they went to Disney with it. Disney exec said, the Disney executive came out and was like, yeah, like this is, it you can't do it. There's no way. Like, he's like, I, I'm into developing all kinds of crazy stuff, but this is not, he's yeah. like, I thought it was in terrible taste. And they may have brought it to him. And he's like, cause he came out publicly was like, this is pretty gross. Yeah, it's not. I don't get how, as a creator, you're like you stand behind that. And here's the worst part: I could almost forgive it, but it just wasn't funny. That's it was big, weak, weak material. Like that's it was the weak. big. That's like the big. If you're gonna do that, it better be over Hilarious. the top funny. Yes, it's a big swing. It's like when you go for like if you want to do super extremely aggressive material. And just about if it's going to be about like cancer, nine eleven, the Holocaust, it better be or racial shit. It better, better rise up it. to yeah. the topic, otherwise it's just it's not good. Yeah, you got to Chappelle it. You got to fucking nail. You got to nail it, or don't do it at all. Yeah, if you want to do offensive shit, you really do have to nail it. Yeah, and by the way, I'm not. Saying, I've failed at offensive shit a million times, so I'm not one to talk. But there was just something that rubbed me the wrong way, and mostly it was the people involved in it preaching about how we should all be super fucking woke and like not, you know, accept everybody and not make and not do bad things to people and leave our kids alone. I think it's kind of South people are like, Oh, I'm going to do something like South park. But if you do that poorly, South park nails it though. Yeah. If you do it poorly, it just comes yeah. off as a, uh, <laughs> not like it's just the fence. Like it's like Bill Burr. He, he, he says, but he nails it. Yes. He fucking nails it. And I'm sure there will be people trying to imitate that style, which will be terrible. Yes. And I think people will argue, well, they nailed it. And I was like, not many people are making that argument. It's weird. The creators and everyone involved is like really defending it. Where I was like, the smart move now would be just get out. Yeah. Just just fucking get out because you guys are actually dirtbags. I wonder if it'll be renewed or if it'll just be like, fuck it. It's getting controversy and... Uh, I don't know, man. Right now, I think it's like the most watched thing oh, on really? there because wow. of the controversy. Oh, people okay. are like, what are people talking people about? Are seeing, you know. But it's weird. It's HBO who normally have a pretty good barometer, and they're super picky about the shit that they want to do. It seems, though, now with HBO Max, they need content, so it seems it like could the, be. the pickiness is... You know how the Netflix, when the floodgates open, and there was like... A, yeah. It's kind of seeming like HBO Max is letting the ga- the floodgates open slowly kind of like all right we'll let some weird like, shit on here i think it is i mean it's weird though because they were big into like we have to do these stories of unrepresented people and all this shit and yeah. then you go and do that i just i can't i'm still it it's weird because for days it stayed with me and i can't wrap my head around it why i'm so mad and i i do just think it comes down to this hypocrisy because all these people are highly influential people and people listen to what the fuck they have to say but there's nothing worse the all it is is yeah hollywood is uh politics for good-looking people there's also the movement of like mental health is super important i mean what's worse than attacking a child yeah in terms of you want to talk mental health it's and uh, they make them super cunty Super uh, I don't know, is there any, shallow. Is it based on anything, or is it just assumptions? It's like, based on like the the guy who created. It's based on his Instagram feed. I no, guess. I'm saying though, like, is there anything known about this kid in terms of? No, they just made just it assuming. Up, just that, assume that he's a cunt. Then that, that I mean, people are and gonna, the and the sister people, is uh, using her real name. She's in it, and she's a cunt too. People are going to believe that. I know, just because they're like, oh, it's obviously based on you know some form of truth, where it's just. Just yeah. make up characters. I know. And then there's no fucking problem, you weirdos. And also, I don't uh, I, I don't give a fuck about the royals. I think it's stupid. But also, I have a brother-in-law who's from England, 
And he explained it to me. He's like, I'm not a fan of it either. He goes, but it is our culture and our heritage. So that's why like people are really into it because it's the last thing we kind of have left. And so I was like, yeah, if you look at America, look at all the bullshit we try to stick around. Look at our royals the Kardashians. Yeah. And, and you know, we love, idiots. yeah, and so we love our fucking Britney's heritage. Spears, Michael Jackson. Well, I mean, even go back <laughs> further, like the people in the South JFK. still. JFK, look, look at the Kennedys. Oh, yeah, but the people in the South still hang on to. Jefferson Davis. Hang on to the Confederacy. Robert e. and all Lee. this fucking shit. So I was like, we're not one to really point the finger at anybody. Speaking um, of the Kennedys, another shabism I saw online. I think uh, Lee said, Lee loves. He lo- he's like, yeah, he's, haven't hit, he's like, you haven't hit on Shab in a while. You haven't hit Shab on a while. Uh, so he he was t- Callan's back on Fighter and the Kid. I've seen he's been back for a while. Uh, the two, co- or at least he had been. I've two been co-hosts, best, the two former co-hosts, both left and kind Shut. of bad. Uh, no, wait. So those two guys, he fired one of them, and it's like, dude, this guy helped you out. You they were there him? for what a year, a while, maybe more. And then I saw Sh- Callan came back when they were still on. Here yeah. and there, I would just see a thumbnail. So one guy left under like bad, real bad. Why? I don't know the reasoning. And then the also, other guy. Do they still have the diner thing that they're the in? The other guy I always stayed. See the thumbnail. The other guy stayed, and then he got fired. Like, and I think just was like, how do you get fired from Shop's pocket? Because now there's like, well, Callan's back, yeah, and we're like, good to out. go. It's like, dude, that's a dick <laughs> move. But so they were talking about the Kennedys. They're talking. Oh! <laughs> Don't even tell me. It's going to make me so mad. I'm sure there's zero knowledge well, about Callan's like, he's a fairly intelligent guy. I, don't, I mean, oh, by the way, I was watching Oz and I didn't realize Callan's on Oz. Oh, I didn't know that. But I mean, I don't know. I think he did like five episodes. So, uh, and Callan's talking and then Shab's like, it's, I mean, it's crazy. JFK. So they're, they're saying JFK Jr. Yeah. And then he's like, he, you know, he's not really like his brother. And Callan goes, what do you mean his what? brother? And he's like, his brother, John F. Kennedy. Oh! And he goes, he goes, JFK Jr. didn't have a brother. He goes, that's his son. He said John F. Kennedy was his brother? Yeah. JFK Jr.'s is brother JF- is his same name. Is JFK. <laughs> yeah. So Jr. was how they differentiated the two brothers. And Callie goes, just stop talking because I'm going to get upset. <laughs> I go, oh my God. This guy is a fucking platform where a lot of people listen to him and this is what he's i mean we, also we say it's stupid shit all the time we get shit wrong we're oh not yeah. pretending to be fucking super intelligent and whatever I mean, so but who was he talking about bobby kennedy does he know anything about, like no i would I, love I mean, to he know knows nothing well i if i were cal though i would have been like elaborate on this brother and what is the differences and the similarities between the two? Because I'm, I would be dying to know who the fuck he thought he was talking about. I think he has no idea. <laughs> I think it's all bullshit. It's crazy. I think he's over his head. It's like him doing stand-up. It's just all like, I'll pretend. I'll fake it till I make it. Dude, also, these guys, what I always love is like guys like him always talk about the craft. Instead oh, of talking about it. it, just be funny. Or just try to be funny. Just it's like when it. Rogan does it. Rogan only talks about the craft. I hate But comics. he never he's never he never attempts humor. Comics talking about the craft of comedy. Nothing drives we me crazy. We do it. Just be just be funny. We do it, but at least we attempt and oftentimes we fail at attempts to be funny, but I hate when people only break it down and never just do it. It's so it's just not, be funny on the just regular make people jokes. don't like listening to like well here's how it goes. it's like who cares? Just do it. Who cares? There is a uh, It's like hearing a guy who's a mechanic being like, Let me talk to you about you just fix my in, fucking car. The ins and outs, you take the lug it's like no one wants to hear 
the behind, like just, no. just do the fucking, let me see the results. That's all I want. Because real mechanics are in their garage building a fucking sweet-ass muscle car. But then, you know, I'm sure they do talk about the ins and outs, but it's with other guys. They don't like, it's not but for the world to see. Or I, I don't mind if people talk, because we talk about it. But here and there, not I mean, not a ton. no. But I'm saying for the most part. But if you only talk about it and you actually never attempt to be funny, yeah, is a big, or is you aren't funny is a problem. Is always a problem. Speaking of somebody who's funny and uh, somebody we like, this is from Tilt Chamberlain on Twitter. So uh, this is where are we? This is in France. So uh, Van Dam was out in France. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so he. Stop by an op- optometrist near the uh, Champs Elysees. There you go. Uh, so a crowd of people had gathered to for an opportunity to get a look at Van Damme. If this had been Seagal, people would have been flocking. <laughs> people, women would have been hiding. People would have been hiding because they don't want their boobies grabbed or their yeah. food He's stolen. Like, it's just like Woodstock '99. He's like Yogi um, Bear. He'll take your food right out of your fucking. He'll pockets. take your tits right out of the bra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, allegedly, yes, he will. Um, and so people were loving it. So they gathered around Van Damme. <laughs> in France, people are like, is that Van Damme? Oh, no, we must gather around. I can see him around. loving it, like smile, doing like his dance from Blood's so like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Making a dance circle. <laughs> yeah. He, I bet he loves it. So at the same time, a man was holding up a high-end jeweler at knife point, like right oh. there. He escaped on a green scooter uh, with, with uh, authorities think about between two to three million uh, oh! euros in precious stones and jewelry. Jesus Christ. So no one was injured in the robbery. Two suspects were detained in eastern France uh, with a lo- alongside a large portion of the stolen stuff. So it seems like somebody may have gotten away. But uh, they say police. So they say because this crowd had gathered around Van Damme, this guy was... A, 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 uh, able to get out. Is there any... Maybe he was in on it. Yeah. Are there any theories that he was part of the heist? I got a fucking theory, bro. <laughs> fucking it's Van Damme, bro. He's Illuminati. <laughs> He's fucking been doing all these crimes for years, bro. He goes to fucking optometrist only next to jewelry stores, He's good eyes. 20 fucking 20 vision, bro. <laughs> I got a fucking dude who actually fucking threw a punch and he could see it coming from a mile away. I know his fucking vision. He's probably got fucking 20, 14 vision. Uh, so it says police they got this uh, the uh, footage of a man scooting scooting away with his haul um, and Van Damme giving him the thumbs up. They said they had trouble getting eyewitnesses because so many people had gathered around Van Damme. <laughs> Dude, if that had been Seagal, the crowd, no one would, everyone would have caught. Even the, guy. the robber would okay. He would have thrown the stones down to just get away faster or to attack Seagal. Oh my God, dude! That's what if Van Damme though had attacked the guy, saved the day? Dude, what a he would have been. He, he would have been back. Van Dam would have been hotter than ever if he had like spin kicked the guy in the face. Yeah, and got the jewelry. But a modern day vigilante, vigilante, according and, to Dewitt. Exactly. Listen to Beach Cops. So uh, yeah, so Van Dam, uh, big guy. He helped, aided, and abetted unknowingly. To our knowledge, if you're going to rob something, follow Van Dam around in Europe. I don't know if I don't know if you'd get the same heat here, dude. I, but yeah, but there's a guy one one block down robbed that bank, then went two blocks down robbed another bank. They never found him. Back to back bank robberies never caught him. Who like, was he following? Two what years celebrity ago. was he following around? Well, I guess it was <laughs> Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd was in line. You got scooters, not a bad getaway in France. Like if you cause you can weave in and out, you well, go you down alleys. You can blend in. Yeah, and you can drop it and fucking and run yeah. if you want. 
you could not motorcycle a little too bulky, I think. To but you that. can get a quicker getaway. You do electronic bike or those bikes, the electric bikes. Yeah, I would go motorcycle. Because you can go faster, you can weave in and out car around uh, Paris. There's too much traffic. Too much traffic. Anywhere, yeah, anywhere with congestion, I'd say car is not your, your best bet. Uh, by the way, I got a film recommendation. If you, It's in theaters. It'll be out on streaming. It's the Nicolas Cage movie Pig. Well, I saw the... Uh, Great movie, He's man. a chef. Uh, yeah, he lives in the woods and he has a truffle yeah, pig. Yeah, getting those truffles. It's, uh, it's a great movie. Dude, it's so weird. I wa- you watch this and you go, Nicolas Cage is such a fucking talent, but he'll do anything. Like, he'll do any movie. And most of them are bad, but he still, when he gets a good script, can crush it. Crush it. He's, uh, he's up. What, how old is he now? He's up there. He's right? like 59, 60, but he's been around since he was like 18. Yeah. From um, the uh, the Coppolas, right? Yeah, his old man's Francis Ford, or his uh, uncle. Sorry, his, his uncle's his, Francis his, Ford. It's his brother. <laughs> um, and it's his just crazy. Cage <laughs> it's crazy that like he should be at a, it should be an Academy Award nominated role for him. But he because I watched that Willie's Wonderland too, which is like a dog shit movie. He just he will do. If you've seen the number of he does like twelve movies a year, and they're mostly all crap. Is he still in debt? Or is there... I think that's why he does it. So he just needs the money. Because well, you know he's... Tax problems, right? Yeah, he was living off... You know, at the, in the 90s, he was making $20 million a movie, which with inflation is probably like $30 million today. And then you go... And then you have not $20 million. He probably makes $2 million a movie. So that means you got to do 10 movies a year to maintain your lifestyle. Is he divorced? Did he get divorced? He's been divorced a few times. Yeah, that'll hurt. That'll hurt. Patricia Arquette. Married and then he had an Asian uh, lady. Didn't that's he? who he's, and I think he divorced. I think he's married to another Asian, or maybe that's the new. And then he had another. He had a couple of whites and a couple of Asians. Did you see? Did Eleanor ever show you the picture? Did you see that picture where Dice was hanging out with him in Vegas? Yeah, he looked like he was like a fucking cowboy. Yeah. He was like in full cowboy attire. That's his big move to dress in cow. He hangs out with like Vince Neil. Oh, he's like Vegas. a country guy now? In, I guess Vegas. He, he, or he's been. I, this is old. This is even like 10 years he's ago. Had, he's wearing he the cowboy like hat. Didn't he have like a Seagal phase where he was dressing kind of Asian? Am I wrong on that? Uh, I think he was always dressing eccentric. But okay. I don't know if there was like a kimono. I don't think there was a kimono phase. It's weird to see these phases. Like Jared Leto. Have you seen what he... Like he went to a UFC card recently. What was he doing at a UFC card? He loved it. He like goes to a lot. Really? Of I think so. Oh, I didn't know Dude, that. Dude, he... Looked, I've heard he is a... Dick he half. looked like a like he was transitioning. Like he looked like a woman. Long, well, he's doing long that Halston. Uh, he's wearing like a blouse that was like. Un- yeah, but he's doing that. He was playing fashion designer. Oh, no, maybe that's what he was doing. A character, for, maybe. But Nicholas Cage, though, also I've heard he's amazing to work with. Like the best guy ever to work with. No oh. matter how shitty the script is, like he's like willing to. Is he in do the Expendables? Anything. No, he I don't think not. so. Well, Nick Cage. Um, yeah, so Pig, man. It's uh, he, The thing is, Nicolas Cage never goes away. He's always there, and I love me some Nick Cage movies, and this one's a return to, a return to form. Return to Cage. I loved it. Full Cage. Uh, before we got out of here, we got to talk Frank Fritz, man. Was more the Fritz, Fritz bomb. Is oh, it? you didn't hear about this? We talked about it last week. No, I know, but it, Danielle came out. No, I didn't against know Against Frank Fritz. What? She said... She's anti-Fritz? She said, Frank Fritz... She, 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 all she said Fritz basically was... Fritz grabbed the tits. I hope 
I hope he gets the help he needs. What? She said, uh, you know, Frank did this to himself. I don't want to say too much. I heard much. Frank speaking of the divorce that his fiance and him split. But really? I don't know if that's wrong or so not. So she said Frank has a bit of a drinking problem. What? Yeah. And Fritz. Now, but here's the thing. Danielle is featured in the new she's, season. She's on the... Dude, she's featured, like, heavily. Since so. he left... She's become a picker. So maybe she's out on the road. This could be another triple conspiracy where it's like, oh, oh Danielle's fucking in on it. She wants Fritz out of the fucking picture. Fritz is fucking straight edge, bro. <laughs> He's fucking X tattoos on his hands. Huh? Dude, she might want to keep him out of the picture so she gets when the she limelight. wants the best boobies on the show. If Frank's yeah. there, <laughs> Frank, Frank lost weight though. He did his Crohn's, dude. Late in life Crohn's. Yeah. I never heard of this in my life. So that might be due to the drinking. Is could could uh, alcohol abuse? I could see cause Fritz it? putting some some brews back. What is his drink of choice? I would say like some a shitty like Schlitz, some <laughs> some <laughs> shitty beer. Not nothing good. You know who I could see him drinking with? He drinks out of an oil can. He gets it right <laughs> right in there. Pours it in like a pitcher. I could see him and the Bushman hanging out. Oh, yeah. Frank Fritz is a great guy. Oh, come on. Of course. I know of course. Frank I go to Fritz. Sturgis with Frank Fritz every year. He loves Sturgis. <laughs> you imagine him? That would be the shittiest Easy Rider remake ever. Bushman and Frank Fritz. Bush in a sidecar. He's got the Captain America helmet on. <laughs> Bush would be the most annoying guy to take on a motorcycle. <laughs> fucking trip it would be insane how annoying he would be uh, you couldn't find him <laughs> oh yeah i was having sex with some woman and she like push it's not even true he's like uh hey uh hi uh, uh, uh you want to go uh you want to go do some bundling hey lahai i seen uh seen you looking at my oil cans and now some of them are missing <laughs> oh you gonna oh come on frank I heard you're from uh, Sierra Leone. You're from uh, Leon, Africa. <laughs> Sierra, Sierra Leone. Oh, oh, you're going to act like you don't know I'm from Liberia. He'd get pissed at him. <laughs> he said, screaming. I heard you're from uh, Liberty area. So she's saying the Fritz is, is, what's he showing up wasted on set? She said, uh, all she said is, I, I don't want to say anything, but I just hope he gets the help that he, that I mean, he that's needs. That's saying a lot. If you're yeah, not going to yeah, say anything, don't say like, anything. Why be cryptic and obvious? If you're going to say that, time. say more. If you're going to say nothing, say nothing. Don't say... Don't give us a fucking juicy piece with like, <laughs> hey, I'm not giving you the rest of it. Dude, it was a bombshell when what I read this. a sex addict? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> oh, yeah, Frank Fritz was fucking all the fucking uh, Remember all those women were like, look at Frank. He's so cute. Yeah, they were all fucking disgusting. All those hoarders. They were all hoarders. <laughs> Remember there was one woman who was pretty hot. She was older. And Fritz was loving Yeah, she her. was tickling his balls. Oh, Frank, I want to tickle Remember his she, balls. she loved, like, cars that he liked. They all had the same taste. Yeah. And he's like, oh, she's so hot. And, he, and she wanted him and to... She was a teacher. And he's like, I'm hot for teacher. Oh, yeah. And she wanted to, him to fuck her with, a, with the fucking oil can, wasn't it? Yeah. She, oil she can. had an oil can fetish. She liked oil can be, dildos. She liked the oil cans to be placed on her back when she was oh. doggy style. <laughs> You pour them out. Pour the old oil. All I guess over Frank me. had like a specialty oil can fleshlight made. Is from he, the factory. Has he said anything since this? Comment? He's not said anything. Danielle like said, and and then she went on to promote like Mike Wolf. Hey, I'll Mike be Wolf's. on the new season. Of Jesus. Pickers. Hey, hit me up on uh, Cameo, Danielle. So it sounds like Frank. A lot of his troubles might stem from a, a some sort of abuse, alcohol, something. 
I saw a lot of the commenters were shitting on Wolf's brother, how bad they think he is on the show. <laughs> They're like, bring back Frank, this guy sucks. <laughs> Man, I, now I feel bad, though. Maybe Mike did everything he could, the Wolf. But Wolf, he does seem like he has a huge ego. I know, but if you're in there and Frank is wasted all the time <laughs> and you got to carry his ass through an episode, who knows? They might have had to do like 20 takes because Frank's like, Back probably hurts because he's fucking drank too much. He's got con- yeah, chronic he's on, inflammation. He's on pills. He's all wasted. If he's drunk all the time, you've chronic inflammation. It could cause Crohn's probably, I'm assuming. Oh, here it is on uh, July 26th. This is from The Sun. Who knew American Pickers would... Oh, look at Frank. So thin now. He looks weird. I know. And he has like his head shaved. He looks... He's very handsome. Oh, he's looking... <laughs> never <surreal>. looks better. <laughs> that stash is still beautiful. Uh, I bought a Frank Fritz calendar. I think I'm Team Fritz, regardless of what he's. Well, unless it's like something it's, crazy, dude. If he were smart, he would do a Frank Fritz calendar where every or every month it's him covering his naked dong with a new <laughs> oil can. He uh, he revealed he entered treatment for alcohol abuse. Oh, he did in Iowa for 77 days. He said, I went 77 to, days. That's a major drinking problem. He said, I went to rehab. I've been sober for 11 months. I didn't like drinking anymore. My mom was an alcoholic. She died five years ago. It was alcohol related. My oh, jeez. So this guy's got it. Grandfather bad. was an alcoholic and he died. That didn't sit well with Oof. me. Oh, I like how these people do. <laughs> he has two people, major people in his life, drink themselves to death. He's like, you know what? I got to be honest with you. He waited a while to not, get uh, sober. Not sitting well with me here. He said of his time in treatment, they gave me a lot of information and we were booked up for 13 or 14 What was the information that it's not italian it's italian <laughs> they're talking about uh, price well, what's the price of an oil can <laughs> maybe he got to the point where he was like saying like i'll give you eight thousand dollars for that oil can and, and <laughs> like, i gotta talk to frank that's a ten dollar oil can you idiot i uh, said so there was no sitting around watching tv or eating food you were scheduled out for an hour then an hour and a half through all through the day it's like yeah yeah okay. it's rehab what, what do you I, think what it are your schedule for <laughs> so they really give you a lot of one-on-one time i read 12 self-help books while i was there i didn't fuck around i really got into it it's fritz, fritz going nuts Jesus. i went there to learn and get the most out of it that i possibly could i had a great time there and i helped other people who were having problems too it's one of the best things that have happened to me uh he goes to meetings twice a week imagine being in frank fritz's AA oh dude i would go to aa just to be in fritz with fritz you're like what are you picking lately frank yeah <laughs> they must love him. other people in their love teach me how to bundle <laughs> you think he went to like a celebrity one where it's him it's uh who else had drink it's him robert downey jr <laughs> when he flies into la for it uh he said i have a couple sponsors i'm sponsoring people too imagine fritz is your sponsor he's like i'm on a pick I can't talk to you right now, but just be all right. You'll be cool. Maybe there. that's why the wolf was mad, because Frank was taking calls during the taping. He said he would have been sober for a year if it weren't for a relapse. If it weren't for those damn kids uh, and their pesky dog. said it was maybe for four hours, but it was enough. The next day I went to a meeting. I got right back on track. I don't think I'll ever have a drink again because I don't like the feeling anymore and some of the dumb things that I did. What was Fritz Ooh, doing? Chilling dude. his wiener? He probably he probably like... I could see him being wasted and be like, I didn't have the courage to do this when I'm sober, but Danielle, I love you. Here's kind of an, an admission. He said, I'm feeling really good. Life is good. I'd like to get back into the swing of things. I wish I had done it five years ago. I would have been a different person, kind of alluding to Ooh. maybe some doing some bad shit. Dude, maybe Wolf is like the best person ever. Wolf, and Wolf he is just, the victim here. He just put up with it forever until finally he said, Frank, can't do it anymore. You get sober or you're off the show. This and Frank's is, like, fuck you. This is sad. I'd still like to get back my job. I miss my friends and my people and being on the road, oh. and meeting all those different characters. So he, this guy's Oof. sitting at home. 
Damn, dude, that's he, sad. He said he had a nasty split from his longtime girlfriend turned fiance, Diane Bankson. He also attributed uh, to his decision to enter treatment. He said the main problem was this girlfriend I had. I thought I was getting married. And I bought a brand new house, and I found out that all the time while I was on the road, she had a boyfriend back here. Oh! Whoa! Fritz. What if it was Wolf? Bombshell! <laughs> what if it's Wolf's brother? Yeah, that must have led to some major drinking, Ooh. I would guess. If you're already in a fragile state, you find out that he's on the road making money. You, you buy, buy a, a nice house. house. This guy's in there pork. Probably the house. She, this guy's playing with your oil cans and your toys yeah. in there. You play with the toys for sure, dude. And I guarantee you bought the house for her. She's like, we need a new house. Oh, right? yeah, I guarantee it. Pool, Ooh. probably. And Wolf wasn't even there. Said it hurt my feelings, my self-esteem. It hurt my feelings. Dude, this guy needs to get in touch with his feelings because this isn't hurting your feelings. This is a major, major fucking problem. In my whole world, I gave it a good shot. I tried to drink her away. I never drank that much before, so he went into a deep, dark Fritz depression. I would love to see a drunk Fritz. I mean, it's sad, but... uh, She fucking was cheating on me. Fuck No, I think he's violent and crazy. Oh, he's like punching walls? He's throwing oil cans at cars? He's like, whoa, fuck! He's outside Wolf's house with a fucking gun. He's on the overpass throwing fucking oil cans down onto onto the hoods of cars. (laughs) He said uh, he had told the son of the alleged affair, I was going to get married. I bought a... Oh, that's that's like the same quote. He said, she's the cheater. That's why I got a tattoo saying, once a cheater, always a cheater. (laughs) What is he in fucking middle school? (laughs) Dude, why would he get a tattoo? (laughs) Does he need a reminder? (laughs) What a tattoo. What the fuck does that... Stupidest tattoo. Why would he do that? He said, I got the tattoo two years ago just to remind myself not to make that same mistake again. She, but yeah, but what she mistake? She cost me six figures. What does that mean? They weren't married. Uh, the house, maybe? Law? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe the house. Oh, wait, then he says this, though. She was cheating a lot longer than me. I had someone over at the house, but that's all it was. She didn't catch me in the act. It was nothing. So he's, he's, <laughs> he's not. He's gone off the table. So you think he cheated. Right? I take everything I, back I said Dude, about Fritz Wolf. Is, uh, this is, Fritz is living a juicy life. So he's saying she was cheating, but he was also cheating. He said, do you think I, I would have learned? She cheated each time. I don't think she can help herself. But Diane, she said, uh, she told the son, it's not true what he's saying. If he's trying to make me look like the bad person, of course I'm going to say it's not true because it's not. Bottom line is that I know the truth and that's all that matters. He's playing the victim and it's not true. I wasn't cheating on him at all. I was waiting here every two weeks when he's on the road waiting for him to get home. Oh, wow. I just want to move on because every time I think about it, I get a little upset. I get hurt all over again, and I can't help. I can't keep doing this. She concluded, I don't care to have drama or chaos in my life. I'm just trying to heal right now. It's been two years. I'm ready to move on. Do you know why I believe her? Because Frank Fritz is blaming a lot of people in his life. Wolf is the problem. This his lady, friends are his problem. Got a his lady is a problem. He got a tattoo that said, don't trust a wolf. <laughs> it's a wolf and it's a wolf and Fritz clothing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's blaming everybody but himself. Yeah. So I probably going to err on the side of the wolf and the and the ex fiance and Danielle coming out too. Yeah, a lot of people going against Wolf or uh, Frank. He said the showrunner called me on my birthday on October 11th of last year. It's good to know his birthday, and he said I'll call you back tomorrow. I haven't heard from those people at all. They don't contact me. The guy just ghosted him. So also, showrunner, hey, you know, he burned some bridges here. He was probably wasted when he called him. He said, I want to go back on the show, but it depends on the network. It ain't going to affect me one bit. It's some good Frank talk, but it, I would like to be back for my fans, the Fritzites. 
Why Fritz do, of Mania. Why does he do his own spinoff? It's just Fritz I Solo. I don't think they would do it on that Dude. network. Yeah, but he could just go to like, why does he go to like AT&T Network and just do Frank Picks? Frank Fritz Picks. This is what he says about Wolf. It's fine uh, talking about the show being catered to Wolf. That's fine. It's like you've got Aerosmith and there's Steven Tyler and he's the front man. I found my spot. I'm second. He's number one to the show. That's no problem with me. Maybe he does. Maybe he has a problem. <laughs> he's saying he's, he's fine yeah. not being Steven Tyler. I don't think he's fine. I don't think. Uh, I don't think he's. I don't think he's done enough work on himself to uh, get back on the show. Sounds like everyone's against him. It's always a bad sign. Wolf did a like long Instagram him. message about him, and he said uh, he concluded, "I'll miss Frank just like all of you, and I pray for the very best and all good things for him on the next part of his journey." So it's basically like this Oof. guy's got problems, and I'm done with him. Wow, Fritz, man, who knew? Man, I feel bad. I think we should apologize to the Wolf. Maybe I say the Wolf is. Uh, we need to hear more information, but it sounds like more people are siding with Wolf than are siding with Frank. Is anybody friends with Danielle? Yeah, anybody knows the out real there? Anyone good height? Here's Frank's uh, ex-lady. Let's see. They're the exact same height. I think yeah, Frank's sh- what, 5'4"? Five, five, She's five. way out of his league. Dude, that's, it's TV money. <laughs> yeah, even TV money. You can't... I just don't think Frince is... Uh, Once a cheater, always a cheater. What a fucking idiot. Even if she did cheat, it would get that tattoo. I mean, what, what's it going to remind you then? That next time you, you get in a relationship, you were, usually you don't know a cheater. You know you were cheated so you on. See it. It's like you don't need to look down at your arm and be like, oh, okay. I mean, then you can only look down at your arm in hindsight. You don't know someone's cheating on you until they cheat on you. Imagine being at like a bar where he's just by himself and you're like, is that Frank Fritz? Dude, and I he's would getting crazy. buy him a beer and I would talk to him about what's going on. What's, what's bothering you, Frank? He'd be, be one of those guys. He'd start crying. You know the guys that used to come around the store and they would drive you insane? Oh, they would just talk to After you a while, hour. it was fascinating for the first 20 minutes. Yeah. And now for like, the my next fucking wife. six months later, you're like, like the celebrity guys that would come in and you'd be like, Oh, that was cool for a half hour, and now it's been three months, and you're driving me fucking There was nuts. A, a big-name celebrity who came in, and he started hanging around with, uh, we've talked about him on the show before, Fat James, the oh, lot yeah. guy. And this guy was so lonely. No one would hang out with Fat James, and this big-name fucking celebrity Huge. spent like a weekend with the guy, like straight, I think. And it can't got to the point that I think even Fat James avoided yeah, he's like, him. He's like, oh, I don't want to be around. I'm i got to get away from this guy. <laughs> yeah, Fritz... Uh, I hope he comes into the comedy store. I'd like to see the Fritz. That's one guy who I wouldn't. I'd be like, Fritz, we got to talk. Get up here on this stool. I just interview him. <laughs> Fritz, what happened? Give me your side of the story. Yeah, we know Danielle and the Wolves. I bet if he, I bet he would say crazy shit. He'd be like, Wolf's a fucking dick. <laughs> but I also do hope he gets help because it sounds like he seriously needs it. <laughs> it's too bad. <laughs> now imagine if. Frank Fritz was an eight-year-old boy, and that's what we were saying about it. Yeah, they, sh- they should. I mean, I'd like to see all this on the show. Imagine if they put all this in the show. Dude, why don't we do an American Pickers cartoon using all the real people? <laughs> using Wolf and Fritz? Yeah, just tell, Wolf is just constantly, or uh, Fritz is always down in a gallon of vodka. <laughs> I happened to turn it on for like a, a minute the other day. And it was Danielle, and I think she's always out with Wolf's brother. They're like mm-hmm. the B team. Are they getting it on? I don't think so. They are kind of like, they have like a Canoodling. old married couple vibe. Yeah. But she held up this big, uh, it was like this huge 
Set of boobies, like a bikini-clad boobies, like a plaster. Yeah, like it was part of like a costume or something. Okay. And the guy was real. He was like, "Oh," and she's like, "I love these." Did she say that these? She actually... was feeling them. She's like, "These are. They're not lumpy. They're not like." And the guy was getting real uncomfortable. And he's like, "You know what? If you like them, just take them for free." He's like, <laughs> "He's like, Dude, should they were they smaller than her actual boobies? Dude, they were these huge. It was part of a pig costume." <laughs> and it was like this big uh, like town festival. Were, like did, this, did you could squeeze them or were they hard? No, plastic. you could squeeze them. Oh, Jesus. She's like, a lot of these stuff like this, it like clumps. Late. And she was like, well, really groping the boobies. And the guy was getting like visibly. He was, I think he was just from the South. And he was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> She's like, oh, these are nice. Nice and juicy. <laughs> and I was like, the fuck? Then on some of those, I think she doesn't do it as much anymore. But when she first started going out, remember she was wearing kind of. Not cleavage, but like you'd see the top of her chest. And she, yeah, she has that leopard print. She has she's that tat. covered in tats, and like some of these old guys were like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah, I could see them being a little. And they're not used to that, like on ladies. <laughs> it's not like their usual in these small towns. Yeah, they don't see that sort of shit. <laughs> not Iowa, Iowa she must turn heads. I would think. I bet you, she, yeah. I think it's become a little bit more common. Yeah, but I bet with like, back in the day though, not. Yeah, the old timers are like, "Oh, miss," I she got... goes into some of those uh, fucking. Veteran halls, like the yeah. halls are like, what are you doing? What are you, a streetwalker? When I was in Tennessee, I forgot how uh, rural some of those areas can be where people are like, what are you doing around Then you here? have Nashville. It's all like music stars yeah. and fucking... But as soon as you get out of there, it's a lot of... Uh a lot of uh, interesting individuals. I read an article. Uh, Bozeman, Montana has become like a big destination. Yeah. Say real estate there has gone crazy. Oh, they, it has. I've been looking for the past year. They and call it's it Bose Angeles because a lot of people have left here. Yeah. They say the hiking trails, poor hiking etiquette. Uh, oh, like, I could see that. They say people are like rude. They're like, this is kind of a small town vibe. And like these people coming in are dicks. No, I've been looking for housing up there in the past year. And uh, unfortunately, got in too late because it just keeps going up. And the, they're just building like crazy. There they said now. a million dollar house like from two years ago. Or it is now two. Like it's all yeah. gone way up. No, it's uh, they call, a lot of people from Silicon Valley are moving to Bozeman and moving to Boise. Austin, And they too. call it, uh, what is it called now? Like the Silicon Mountains or some shit like that. I hate all the Silicon, like the Silicon Beach in Venice. It's like, how many Silicon, like, it's, tech can be anywhere now. Like, we don't need to name every fucking one. Like, I get it. But it's too bad, because I like Bozeman, and uh, now it's overpopulated with a bunch of fucking Bay Area Some tells me Aust- Austin, if you talk to locals, may, oh, yeah. may not enjoy uh, the influx. Was, Austin was a bigger city. Bozeman's like, I think the population is like 40,000. Well, yeah, and I think it's like a small town feel. And also, um, I guess housing, like to rent there now, is outrageous. They're and worried a lot of locals live, are going yeah. to be priced out. Well, how could you not be? If you work at a local establishment and you make $20 an hour, how the fuck are you going to pay rent? Yeah, they're worried like the fabric of the, it's going to totally change over and lose its identity. I hope people leave because I'd like to get in there. It's right next to Big Sky, it's got uh, Bridger Bowles. And, Frank uh, Fritz has been there. Yes. <laughs> he needs to do like a tour, like a one man show or something. Dude, a one man Broadway oh, show? I love it. With singing? I think he should do singing and dancing about uh, oh, his time on American Pickers. His time drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I would see that. It'd be a train wreck. <laughs> oh, dude. You know how many fucking like 65 plus women think he's like a sex symbol? 
Fritz. I mean, if he if he lowered his standards, he could I definitely think they like be... him more than Wolf. I just what they see on the show. Yeah, because he's dumb. Yeah, he's, <laughs> and he's, he's just... like happy go lucky. Wolf might be too. Wolf might be too driven for some people. Some people just like the oaf. And he's a little abrasive. He can be yeah. abrasive. We've seen him get a little snippy. He can get aggressive. So you can imagine the shit they are. They edited it out. Yeah. But Wolf or Frank is. Uh, I keep getting these two fucking. <laughs> Uh, I think they'll confused. have a reunion at some point. It's like a band. They'll get back together. Yeah, I don't think so. You I think, think it's done? Here's the thing. The end of an era. Is rating, if are ratings higher than ever, then no Fritz. I'm sure the ratings are fine. Yeah, then no Fritz. When, I think Fritz Wolf, is expensive. I bet Wolf got a salary bump. Yeah, probably. Wolf he's, like, is, he's gone. I'm star of the main guy. Wolf is, if the ratings aren't going down, then no Fritz coming back. If ratings are tanking and you need Fritz as like a bump, bring then him back. bring him back. What do they bring him back as a rival? Like he starts his own business. <laughs> Dude, <who's gonna> <laughs> Nobody's watching that shit. Well, and he buys nothing. He buys like the smallest items. He makes no money. His best bet is to start a YouTube channel. Or an OnlyFans. That would be good too. Just Watch him just rolling around with his toys naked. And what the up his highest ass. grossing male OnlyFans guy makes? Probably not much. <laughs> Uh, I bet you a lot. Gay dude, guy? Dude, I just I Some saw a gay thing. Dude? A woman who got in early. I think she's a former dude, YouTuber. It's only men on OnlyFans, so you got to imagine like a gay guy could probably pull in some huge cash. This woman I saw, she just bought a new house just to fucking it. Like a like you a. See it. Dude, these people are making obscene amounts of money. It's crazy. Here's the thing: if I were them, I would still live on what I was making and bank all of that because this shit's not going to last probably. Oh, it's a bubble. It's an OnlyFans bubble. Yeah, I mean, we're all in a bubble. We could be in a Patreon bubble. We could be in a podcast. All this could be bubbles. Could be in a COVID bubble. It could be too. These variants. Lambda, lambda, lambda is the new one. Is that what it is? It's lambda. They're doing Greek letters. Wait, what? Yeah. They had the Delta. Now it's is lambda. it Delta? Well, there's a Delta. There's a Delta Plus coming now. Seriously? Which is more contagious than Delta. Did you see some guy And then had... Lambda's coming from fucking South America. Like, we, we, we may be stuck in this for a long time, everybody. Did you, did you see some guy had, it, had COVID for like 11 months, and they found that the strain mutated 40 times, and it was basically like, imagine someone going to the gym for 11 months and just getting stronger. By, like, not killing this guy, because this guy, I guess, had a super strong immune system. Jesus. So it allowed it just to get bigger and better by feeding off How of it. How did they finally get rid of it? I don't know. It's kind of like, you know what? You know when you hear these, like, antibiotic-resistant strains of gonorrhea? Yeah. I'm like, well, then how do they get rid of it? Do you not? Because But you never hear about someone who has lifelong gonorrhea. Or, like, it kills them. But I don't hear about people dying of gonorrhea. I just wonder what happens. Does it eventually kill it? Maybe just... Just need like way more, or you just live with it. I don't know, (laughs) guys. But but I'm just gonna tell you now. I've gonorrhea that's incurable. (laughs) Yeah, who would fuck you? Where, dude? A lot of people. Dude, oh my god. People fuck with AIDS. People fuck with herpes. They don't give a shit. Yeah, people need to fuck. People do not give. Dude, people go to Thailand, where there's a huge number of Thai prostitutes that have AIDS, and they fuck without condoms. People don't give a fuck. We knew a guy who paid more to fuck a hooker without a condom. Yeah. She was like, you're that was in That was in Mexico. Yeah, won't say who it was. Jesus. Yeah, now there's some... <laughs> and there's a huge AIDS outbreak in Mexican prostitutes. Yeah. Before we get out of here, that's a good segue. 
I forgot to do this last episode. Sorry. Happy sixth anniversary to Carrie and Katie, both with K's. Whoa. Uh, she's bought. She's. I don't know if you saw on Twitter. He's along. He's a boner. Came. I think came around a little later for Boner City, but went through the whole catalog. Big Beach Cops guy. She bought him all the. Uh, she bought him all the DNO merch. Oh shit! And then for the anniversary, she got him a bunch of the Beach Cops merch. No, a bunch of the shirts. Nice. So that's a. He said she's not. That's a true blue beach pony right there. I don't think she listens, but she she gets it. He said. <laughs> she doesn't. I mean, she supports. Not yeah. anti. Which yeah. is good. Yes, it's kind of like uh, you're dating a porn star, and you support them. But you don't watch. But it. you don't watch them yeah. have sex. And you don't want to talk about it, really. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. So happy anniversary, guys. Uh, uh, here's you, to thank you for the support. Here's to uh, thirty more years. Thirty six, and then happy birthday to Eric. Sorry, I forgot that too. Oh, a lot of birthdays. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's. Uh, Hopefully, they listen to the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, you would hope. That's what you get. There's lots of prizes at the end of the show if you listen. You got, yeah, you got to incentivize it. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Watch that uh, Woodstock doc and watch Pig. And watch uh, Eleanor and Big Time Tommy, the romances. Yeah, that's something we didn't talk about. Yeah, if you didn't listen to, if you don't listen to Beach Cops, which you should. But, but there's more. There's so much more. Yeah, Eleanor and Big Time <laughs> Tommy, she sent us some pics of them uh, canoodling in Long Island. She sent us some shows pics there. of somebody else. A, uh, yeah. I'm not going to say who, but a prominent figure sending some illicit photos. <laughs> Un- unsolicited illicit photos. It's, uh, she sent them to us. <laughs> What's funny is that of his, uh, this guy's dinky. When you look at that guy's career and the stuff, you're just like, this is what people end up, this is what everybody ends up doing. <laughs> sending <laughs> How old is he? 50s? He's or like younger. 60 years old. Oh, he's 60? Old. 59? Say this. He's, like, he's, uh, he's kept himself in good shape. Yeah, but he, he was a professional athlete. He was, yeah. Yeah. Let's not say too much. <laughs> you mean, it's a lot of professional athletes. Let's out describe there. his dinky. <laughs> <laughs> Egg it's crazy that you just, ha- like, that's like the play, but I guess some people are like, all right, I'm in. Just to send it. Without- yeah, but I, I don't think it works. Women are usually uh, just not. I mean, it must work on some, unless he just does it to everyone. Has it, it worked? I don't know. Anybody reach out. Does, has it ever worked? Where you're like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know. And what percentage? I'm going to say it works like 1% of the time. Has any woman... Well, who knows? Maybe Eleanor's like, great, went over there. Has any woman ever sent an unsolicited pussy pic? Yes. You think? Just right off the bat? Yeah. And no man would ever, like, I doubt would complain. Unless it was just like, whoa, that's a little crazy. I don't even know you. I think most men would be like, that's kind of crazy. Should probably send this to everybody. Fuck that. (laughs) Oh, be, show me those big boobies. Patty, please. Suck my dick. <laughs> big Earl. He's been on, check out Big Earl's Twitter. He's more of his, uh, <laughs> Tom he's, on, he's on a rampage lately. Yeah, what's he doing? <laughs> he, what's his end game? He called out Michael Che. About what? About uh, the Simone Biles thing. Oh, what did he say about Michael Che? <clears throat> he said something like, uh, in 2015, Michael Chase said I was wasting my time on Rose Battle. So, yeah, we're all good. It's always Rose Battle. <laughs> it's always with him. Ah, you can't this move guy on. says. You can't stop. But wasn't Michael Che right? 
I mean, uh, not according to Earl. I don't know. He said you're wasting time with Roosevelt. So now, like, he's like, now who's yeah. like wasting their time? <laughs> Looks like this other shoe is dropped, huh? Is that what he said? Uh, no, but it's basically what he's doing. <laughs> Fucking seven years ago, dude. Let it go. <laughs> ah, I love Earl. That's so dude, funny. He, I mean, if anyone keeps receipts, it's Earl. Like, if you yeah. fucking wrong that guy, I don't care what year it is, he's waiting to fucking to tweet to you 20 years later. And here's the thing. Hey, remember what you did to me in chemistry class? Well, Earl doesn't use drugs. He doesn't no. drink. No. His mind is fresh. He's and never done them. And he's never, and it's fresh. He will remember. He's an elephant, man. When he, and he's got an elephant cock. He's not afraid to hold a grudge either. Just like an elephant. He blocked, he always talks about it on Twitter. He blocked Comedy Central on his TV somehow. I don't even know how the fuck you do that. He blocked it on it. Oh, he put parental control on it? I think because <laughs> of how he was treated in Rose Battle. They'll, they'll Rose see. Battle was the best thing that ever happened to me and the worst thing that ever happened to me. Well, he'll, I mean, what, now there isn't Comedy Central, doesn't basically exist, does it? I mean, not as it did, no. So you should be still holding See it. what it, happens. It's probably all different execs, too. So it's like you can let go of the grudge. Yeah. It's, uh, well, uh, yeah, I love it. We, <laughs> should, we should do his comedy. We got to do this comedy special with him. Big Earl, live from the living room. <laughs> living room Earl. <laughs> I love it. We should do it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. All right, everybody. Have a good week, and uh, we're going to get out of here. Bye-bye. Anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo?